Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dirty Work Minutes, the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm MacDonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yabez, and today I'm very excited because we have a very special guest yeah. on the show. She single-handedly solved global warming. Oh. Yeah. I was wondering why it was so much cooler. Yeah, yeah it's, me. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, guys, we have Autumn Gortz in the building. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks Let's for raise sa- the roof. Thanks for saving the earth. I think the earth thanks you back if it could talk. Yeah, but the uh, the oil companies don't, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, you know, those guys have their own agenda. Yeah. If the earth had a mouth, where do you think the mouth would be? <laughs> uh, I'd probably say in one of the oceans. Where the sun doesn't shine. Yeah. And that would be its asshole, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think that would also the be oil one company? of the oceans, yeah. No, no, the Earth. Unless the Earth's mouth and asshole are the same thing. Yeah, it's like a, like a slug. Is that, is that how slugs work? No. Is that how slugs work? No. Oh, yeah, it's like slugs are disgusting. <laughs> I guess how the universe would have a sense of humor. Mm, yeah. Mm. The Earth is just like, thank you, and it just... <laughs> it smells like shit. Shits in the space. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right, well, Maybe we should have saved the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, today we're talking about Minute 30 of Dirty Work. Minute 30 starts with Chris Farley as Jimmy screaming, There's the Saigon whore that bit my nose off! And it ends with uh, Chevy Chase as Dr. Farthing turning to his nurse and saying, Vital signs, normal. Chris Farley line and, and Chevy Chase thing have nothing to do with each other. So <laughs> Chevy Chase isn't like, uh, you know, overlooking Chris Farley after like probably a massive coronary or something. <laughs> but uh, this is a funny minute. This is a yeah. continuation of another funny minute before that one. <laughs> so it's a good it's a good combo, these episodes. Yeah. It's like you're, you should go through them in order. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, hope, I hope all of you do, or whatever. You can, you can listen to these however you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't tell me how to live my life, all right? It's true. Yeah. Y'all can watch all the even episodes and the odd episodes. It's <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be fun. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be an entire different, entirely different podcast, the puzzle <laughs> like a puzzle podcast, you have to put it together. Yeah, we release it in a, a random order, and then the listeners have to figure out how to put it together. <laughs> you just start off with the, with the just spoiling. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tim. He was a murderer. I don't even know who Tim is. And then you have to keep listening to find out. It's kind of like those short bits of porn where you kind of know what the scene is, but you're not really sure what started it. Oh, yeah, just yeah. me. Yeah, and that's always. Yeah, uh, you have to use your imagination to figure out how they got into the situation where they're on someone's really nice couch, just <laughs> cornholing each other. I just, uh, when people want more story and porn, you know what I'm saying? When they complain, like, oh man, and like, what do you want? Why do you want a, why, why do you want a story? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, everyone knows why you're there. <laughs> right? Like, everyone knows in this, in this world where everyone just has sex all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, why even do anything? Well, like, in this scenario here, we have we have prostitutes in a car. I mean, oh, I yeah. feel like, you know, maybe we wanted to know how they felt about that. Uh, yeah, because we don't know anything about these prostitutes other than they're each getting paid $20 to do it. <laughs> and one of them is the Saigon whore that bit off Jimmy's nose. But she doesn't live in Saigon. She lives in... <laughs> yes, she lives in this unnamed California <laughs> <Yeah>. town. <laughs> maybe she was always called, like, 
short. So instead of being like an ankle biter, she's a nose biter. Mm. Ah. She's got fed up with that with a heightism. Yeah. There you go. So she she's a she's an average sized woman. So it's like instead of calling her a nose or uh, an ankle biter, they call her a nose biter. It's like that's just where her mouth is, like right in there you your go. face height, which is like average height. You know, like uh, the dirty work was a porn. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of the scenes would be Jimmy having sex with these uh, <laughs> with these hookers, I guess. And I'm, you know, like, I'm not I'm not here to judge your tastes. You know, what I'm saying like watch right. whatever you want to watch, but uh, there's not there aren't many other situations where you could uh, unless Mitch and Sam were. You know, unless you're into some kind of incest brother thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of other scenes. Well, I mean, yeah, you have uh, got uh, Don Rickles' character as oh. Mr. Hamilton. That's yeah. someone that they could have Grand- sex with. Grandpa stuff. Or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or just a guy that makes fun of you and then he fucks you. <laughs> yeah. And then you got Pops. He's always trying to get some. Oh yeah, there's two. That's yeah. his pursuit. This sounds like an awful porno. Yeah. <laughs> this. That's why they made this a comedy instead of a porno. Yeah, it's a little-known trivia fact. Dirty Work was actually a porno first, and then they were like, this... <laughs> it's a good storyline. We, we can yeah. build off of it. It's like, there's a lot of good jokes in here. <laughs> yeah. In between all the sex scenes, like, there's really cool pranks and stuff. But the sex scenes are weird. It's, it's unfortunate they had to cut all the men in black who like to have sex with each other <laughs> scenes out. You know what I'm saying? That would have been the most yeah. obvious connection. <laughs> it was nice that they used the audio that they recorded for it, though. Yeah. There's a scene where they... Uh, replace the movie reel with a porno just to get back at a guy. That was one of my first impressions of the movie, actually. So uh, yeah. it's nice. a big deal. It just goes to show you how far they'll go. Yeah. Nothing. They'll, they'll show hardcore pornography to children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, you know, sweet, sweet, sweet revenge. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine just like that scene where Jimmy does just show up, <laughs> yells at that Saigon whore. And then they just start having sex with each other. <laughs> and everyone else, <laughs> that live commercial recording, is just like watching them. Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, this is a porn, so this is this has to happen at this point. Yeah. And then like the, the people like recording it are like, okay, we're going to go back to the movie matinee thing. But then like the director from the TV station calls and says, no, you got to keep recording and, and airing this because our ratings are through the roof. <laughs> That's right. It sells, right? Yeah. Yeah. It sells these cars. Where, where is Mazzetti's bar in relation to this car dealership? You know, like... I know. I was like, he was so there so fast. Yeah. How do you run so fast? Or was that a really long commercial? <laughs> we got like a whole bunch of scenarios maybe, right? Right. One, this town is super small. Yeah. And everything is just on one street. <laughs> <laughs> Two, uh, Jimmy is like the fastest runner. <laughs> so he'll definitely catch up to, to that lady. Yeah. Or, uh, or three... Uh, yeah, that wasn't like a two-hour-long commercial. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Sam constantly pressing the trunk buttons <laughs> as we're just trying to close them for two hours. <laughs> I'd like to imagine all three of them are true. Yeah. <laughs> Coming next, a garage door commercial. Yeah. 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 Same cast. Just a garage is stacked full of dead. Oh. <laughs> That'd be a little bit more grisly. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a, a dark turn. Yeah. People would be like, why Why is it always hookers? <laughs> In any case, that would, that would mean that Mitch has two plans of, of revenge. One, uh, just try to stuff popcorn in as many places as he can. And two, <laughs> stuff it with dead hookers. Yeah. Either or. There's no in-betweens. I mean, popcorn is like the dead hookers of the food world. <laughs> <laughs> These are... 
the, the it gets stuck in your teeth. I think yeah. that's what I'm going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you have personal experience there, David. <laughs> I read a lot of books. Ah, got it. Yeah, teenagers usually serve them to me. So. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm talking about hookers. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh man, yeah. And popcorn. Yeah. No, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Pop, popcorn. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I thought you meant the stories. I was like, oh wow. That's... The stories. Serving you the story. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the teenagers. Must look like you need them. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Depends on the teenager. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stop saying things before <laughs> things can start. When John sometimes. Me. You do dress up like an old man and go to like hospices and stuff, <laughs> and have teenagers read to you. Yes, that's what. I, yes, <laughs> and they bring like the red badge of courage or something. And you're like, no, no, read this. <laughs> yeah, the princess diaries. <laughs> I mean, the princess bread. <laughs> Same thing, right? Uh, I think it was a sequel. Yeah, I never saw the princess bread. So in this uh, minute, we got the uh, the end of the commercial. We see that Mitch isn't just pranking Mr. Phillips in his car dealership. He's using this commercial as a commercial for dirty work. Because yeah. he, he jumps in and says, you know, uh, 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 let us do your dirty work and, and call uh, 555-0187. And that is one of like two phone numbers that I remember off the top of my head. <laughs> well, the 555 makes it pretty easy. Yeah, I really only have to remember those four other ones. I, um, maybe there's like a little... Umbridge thing which is me but like I hate the whole 555 they understand like they don't want to pay for, for phone numbers right? right but like nothing nothing reminds you more that you're watching a movie but someone's like here's my number 555 and I'd be like bullshit yeah. <laughs> call you out that. that's a fake ass number that's the uh that's the 90s equivalent of someone going to like look something up on the internet and they go to like gaggle.com or something <laughs> yeah I think that uh the best part of that whole thing was the fact that who were, the guy who was directing it... <laughs> Stop saying it. Oh, no, the guy who no, no, was directing the, the, the commercial. The guy actually yeah. directed the commercial just at no point was like, maybe we should just stop recording. Yeah. In fact, like once once Mitch was like, done with the commercial, he was like, and cut, right? Yeah. I'm like, that's a wrap. A great commercial, guys. <laughs> this is what we were hired to do. This makes sense. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, aren't we all just in our jobs, just just sleeping through it? I mean, think about that. That yeah. was very meta, you know, of him. That's true. And it was lives. You yeah. know, there so, you go. Yeah, you don't want to put to black. I, I heard this is how uh, Bob Saget directs. It's like he's not paying attention at all, and he thought this movie was a porno the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine if he's showing this, like, if he shows a final product to, like, the producers right. and the execs at the studio, and then they're like, wait a minute, there's 0% porno in this thing. <laughs> Bob Saget's like, what are you talking about? Like, there's this is supposed to be porn. Uncle Danny. <laughs> and then a comedian gets a hold of it, plugs little funny yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you don't hire a McDonald to star in your porn. Yeah. Maybe he is an impressive donger. <laughs> uh, I ain't never yeah. seen it. Donger? No. Donger. Donger. Sounds yeah, better. We're going to uh, take a quick break, <laughs> and we'll be, we'll be right back. Hi, everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro. Uh, I'm David, and this is the podcast we're watching the TV show Lost backwards in uh, reverse order. In the last episode of the first episode with Chad, and he's never seen Lost before. Yeah, except for all the times you made me watch it to do this podcast. 
not that I like dislike doing the podcast. Not I me, enjoy- dude. I'm another one of your bros on the show. Please listen to What's Up With That, bro. You can find it on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, everything. Come and listen to us. And we're back. So, yeah. Uh-huh. That was a, that was a great break. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope you guys liked that sponsor message. Yeah. Very informative. Yeah, it was probably an ad for my other podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're very meta with the movie. Yeah. I feel like uh, influences are great. <laughs> well, you know, when you sponsor yourself and you can advertise yourself, then you know why not? Yeah, if, if one of these things would make me any amount of money, that would be great. Yeah. You just gotta track down JJ Abrams. <laughs> just just spam his Twitter with the uh, links to your podcast, <laughs> and I'll do the same thing to Norm McDonald. Yeah. Maybe Bob Saget will be better target. I mean, better person. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I keep I keep, I keep recording myself saying some things. It's gonna get me make the jail sentence even longer. In this mo- a minute, we get uh we get to see pops in the hospital again. In the second half of the minute, and. Chevy Chase, as Dr. Farthing, he's going to go in with his stethoscope and take his vitals. And Pops is like, if that stethoscope is as cold as it was last time, I'm going to shove it right up your ass. And then that scares him off. Which is a good practice if you're a doctor. You yeah. Just, uh, I, ex- I had a similar experience, but kind of just in the reverse way. <laughs> and I, I had a, I got this like, I got this like little body twitch I got. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was in the I was in the service at this time. I don't well, actually I probably should have said that. I don't want to cast <laughs> shade on. They got their own problems. Anyways, I was yeah. at the doctor. So you had access to a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I, I was at this doctor. Right. And then uh, I was like, "Hey, doc, I got this like I got this like twitch. I got." Mm-hmm. I was wondering if that could be symptoms of something. Uh, and he went, "Is it affecting your work?" And I went, "No." And then he went, "It's nothing then." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> I feel like that could be said for, like, my drinking or, yeah. you know, my affection for chocolate. <laughs> Is it affecting your work? I think it's making me more productive. Yeah, it's, it's a performance-enhancing drug at that point. Yeah. Is, it, is this chocolate in quotation marks? What is, what is chocolate? <laughs> what, is, what is chocolate uh, innuendo to you? <laughs> Some uppers? <laughs> Just steroids, straight up steroids. steroids yeah, <laughs> want some chocolate? Pull out some syringes. It's <laughs> not what I had in mind at all, but uh, look how brown it is. If it tastes just as good, you know, <laughs> why not? We don't know what steroids, how those work. There was this one time I had to get an AIDS AIDS test done, yeah, uh, four times, <laughs> which is uh, always good. Yeah, well, is it because your HIV was throwing off the results. <laughs> yeah, like, coming back, like, this guy's HIV positive. <laughs> I looked at that guy, that guy's definitely not having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say what I was in at the time. In, oh, at the doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or what I you mean, were you in. mentioned or, in previous yeah, episodes. Yeah, I was employed or something, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I got, I got a test done and I went home. And then the next day they called me and they were just like, hey, can you just come back in and take another test? It just came back inconclusive. <laughs> it really scared me. So I went and I did it again. And they're like, trying to reassure me. Like, this happens every now and then. It's not a big thing. And the day after that, they called me back and they're like, hey, uh, can you just come back and do the test again? <laughs> yeah. And then they took, I took the test again. They gave me the same excuse. Right. And then I had to go away for an undetermined amount of time right. because of the thing I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Story sounds richer. And, uh, 
uh, I got I get back, and then they're like, "Hey, uh, can you come back and take the, the test?" And I was like, I went back and I was like, "This is the fourth time I took this. Do I have Do I have HIV?" <laughs> like I just really kind of want to know. Yeah. And then they're like, "No, it's inconclusive, right?" And then like after that, uh, they just never contacted me again. You got well, ghosted by good. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like when they like I. Like, uh, once my own personal physician guy that was assigned right. to the thing I was at. <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, hey, like, whatever happened to that test I took? And he was like, what test? I was like, uh, HIV one? And then he kind of went, you're probably good. <laughs> I think that other doctor that kept making you take the HIV test might have been like a vampire or something. Yeah, so well, he's like, you know, I'm just going to keep taking this guy's blood. That, like you have good yeah, tasting blood. That, that guy's taking a huge risk. <laughs> So that was the same guy that said your twitch was like a non-issue. Yeah, I think his name was Dr. Farthing. He <laughs> <laughs> was selling your blood to pay off his gambling debts. That's right. Yeah, maybe, maybe, man. Who knows? He had your blood to approve his test. They were probably, yeah, they are probably like, my God, this blood is resistant to every kind of STD there is. You no. can't tell them we got to profit, profit off of it on our own. I've heard in the military when they make guys do the, the pee tests for drugs, that instead of testing everybody's pee individually, they just dump it all in one bucket oh, and yeah. then test that. And <laughs> that if that comes Air back Force positive, way? I think I think it's all services. This is what I've heard. I don't think this is true. This is what I've heard. And this way, <laughs> if it comes back negative, then you don't have to worry about it at all. And if it comes back positive, then you bring the, all those people back and then, then do it individually. So that would save a lot of money and time. Except somebody has to mix all the piss together. Yeah. And I wonder if they do that with HIV tests. Like they just mix all the blood together. Just some gigantic culture in the back room. <laughs> what were you doing at your last job? <laughs> you, you, you can't ask me that. You ask the, the medical people. It's just like, yeah. listen, I, I had to grab all these vials and then put them into a boiling pot. <laughs> put some put some frog legs in it and some things. And, uh, I think we were doing witchcraft or something. I think we were just... Uh, I don't want to say what, you know, what I was in at the time. Yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned in previous episodes. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. Things. <laughs> so, if, uh, careful listeners can figure it out if you follow all the clues. <laughs> Maybe you guys can share your own stories if you just uh, tweet it at us. <laughs> yeah, at Dirty Work Minute on Twitter. How close do you get to your coworkers? Have you ever found somebody in the uh, trunk of a car? Or have no. you ever put someone into a trunk of a car, I guess, <laughs> I I personally am not. No. Actually, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think I've ever met one person that's ever been forced into their truck. <laughs> yeah, I've never. I I've don't never feel like you would meet them if they were forced into a trunk. I mean, like you never know, right? Yeah. Like, people live pretty long lives, and can you live through being forced into a trunk? I mean, like, if, yeah. of course, if you survive. I mean, I'm not like meeting these people post mortem. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like normally you'd commit to that. Until, you know, the person in the trunk's not going to be able to talk about being forced into a trunk. But, you know, that's just the kind of life I live. Yeah, and they might not be so open. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they don't want to talk about it. (laughs) So open. Hi, I'm John. I was forced into a trunk (laughs) once. (laughs) Because the closest thing I ever got to that was my my sister and my brother used to put me into a suitcase. (laughs) And then then they would just slide me downstairs. (laughs) They shipped you back to the Philippines. Well, like the thing Are they trying to kill you? <laughs> Maybe. They told me that the suitcase would take the brunt of the force of the What? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm looking at it completely fine. You know, I just have I just have twitching. Uh, I have a twitching <laughs> HIV. So. <laughs> So, uh, you guys got anything else for this minute? That was a good minute. Yeah, it was a good minute. Entertaining. I don't know if I've had a better minute. Yeah. Well, uh, tomorrow I think is going to be a really good minute. Yeah. Wait, wait till you get to that minute. Yeah. Adam, uh, can you uh, come back tomorrow and join us for minute 31? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, right on. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. This is fun. Cool. So, listeners, we'll see you tomorrow when we get to see what happens in minute 31, see what's going on with Pops in the hospital. And, uh, yeah. I don't have a sign up for this. Oh, I know. I wrote it down from last week. Oh. Five, five, five. I never saw the Iron Giant. Huh, what? <laughs> Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.